Into the Garden podcast, the dawn and break of a new day, a new beginning, a turning point, a new importance, a new possibility to say, oh taste and say how good and how gracious the Lord has been to you and to me. We welcome the break of newness, of freshness, the breakthrough, the breakthrough, the splendour of fragrance, that aroma that speaks and gives off an anointing sweet essence, you say. A sweet is the promise that God will never leave nor forsake thee. Join me on into the garden. today. I'm your host Salome Jacobs and welcome to Cup of Encouragement. Yes and Cup of Encouragement is brought to you by none other than Dory Rossley from Ontario, Canada. Well wherever you may be, wherever you might be in this space and reflection of time if you are in a storm may that storm lead you to a rock you know that heavy rock where the what ifs kick in the why now kicks in where no eloquent words come out but a cry a plea a seek for help and that's the time when you and I we go to the rock the rock of ages so yes some things happen for a reason in your season so join us today on cup of encouragement with Doreen Rossley and she's sharing hope and our prayer for you today is that you may see light at the end of your tunnel so phone a friend or two and ask them to join you for you are in the heart and soul of into the garden where God is fully in control remember great things don't come from your and my comfort zone they come from your pain so you can stand up you can stand out and you can declare and you can rise again rise above your circumstances rise above your struggles rise above those challenges those storms 
for God won't give you something that you cannot bear. Ask him to guide you. Ask him to lead you. And give you a word specifically just for you. So, step into the garden for a moment or two. Quickly dash up to the kitchen for a decadent, refreshing cup of tea or coffee, glass of water, juice, whatever it is that you prefer. Then make haste and join us. On. Cup of encouragement. Hope. Hope in the midst of confusion. Hope in the midst of your storm. Hope. There is hope. Good day to you. This is Doreen Rosley. Special thanks go out to Salome. Thank you for allowing me on your platform into the garden. Today I would like to speak on a subject of hope. Hope is a feeling of expecting something unseen. You have that deep, deep longing for something special to happen. You even have those rays of hope shining on you. Hope has moved so many people and their hope had become a reality. And they were got exactly what they were longing for. A home, a car, baby, or imagine that special dream holiday that you were saving for for such a long time. They waited for their dream to occur. Some people even use hope as a wish. They wish for many, many things. But at the same time, the spiritual meaning of hope is confident and expectation of what God has promised. And its strength is in faithfulness. We have to have faith, what we are hoping for. Because faith is like uh, trying to exercise your muscles. The more you exercise, the stronger your faith gets. And if you lose hope straight away, that, that hope that you had in your heart, it just disappears. You know, even hope can help us to manage stress, anxiety, and even cope with negative thoughts. Sometimes we can even lose hope when horrible things happen. You know, especially like you've been praying to God for something very, very special and dear to your heart. And then all of a sudden, let's say example, you're praying for somebody to get well soon and that person dies your hope is now shattered and you feel you know that all is lost 
but there are scriptures that encourages us. I'd like to share with you three different scriptures. In fact, three different chapters. These are the ones. I would like to read three chapters of the Bible. It speaks of the great miracles which Jesus had performed. The first one I'd like to read is John 11, 1 to 6. A man named Lazarus who lived in Bethany became sick. Bethany was the town where Mary and her sister mother lived. This Mary was the one who poured perfume on the Lord's feet and wiped them away. It was her brother Lazarus who was sick. The sister sent Jesus a message. Lord, your dear friend is sick. When Jesus heard it, he said, The final result of the sickness will not be the death of Lazarus. This has happened in order to bring God glory. And it will be by the means of which the Son of God will receive glory. Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. Yet when they received the news that Lazarus was sick, he stayed where he was for another two days. Then he had said to his disciples, Let us go to Judah. Then I'd like to read 13 to 15. Jesus meant that Lazarus had died, but they thought that he meant natural sleep. So Jesus told them plainly, Lazarus is dead. But for your sakes, I'm glad that I was not with him, so that you will believe. Let us go to him. And then we carry on reading from verse 20 to 26. When Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went out to meet him. But Mary stayed in the house. Martha said to Jesus, If you had been there, Lord, my brother would have not died. But I know that even now God will give you whatever you ask of him. Your brother will rise to life, Jesus told her. I know, she replied, that he will rise to life on the last day. Jesus told her, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me will live, love even though he dies. And then I'd like to carry on from verse 34 to 35. Verses 34. Where have you buried him? He asked, come and see, Lord, they answered. And then finally, I'd like to read from 39 to 44. Take that stone away, Jesus ordered. Martha, the dead brother, sister, answered, Well, there will be a great smell, Lord. He has been buried four days. Jesus said unto her, Didn't I tell you? that you would not see God's glory if you believed. They took the stone away. 
Jesus looked up and said, I thank you, Father, that you listened to me. I know that you are always listening to me, but I say this for the sake of the people here, so that they will believe that you sent me. After he had said this, he called out in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. He came out, his hands and his feet wrapped in a grave clothes and with a cloth around his face. Untie him, Jesus said, and let him go. And then I'd like to read also for you Mark 5. Mark 5, this is the story of Jairus' daughter, who also was very sick. And Jairus had asked Jesus to come, but Jesus also delayed. But then, when he did come, the daughter had died. We'll read from verses 22. Jairus, an official of the local synagogue, arrived and when he saw Jesus, he threw himself down at his feet and begged him earnestly, My little daughter is very sick. Please come and place your hands on her so that she will get well and love. Then Jesus started, with, Jesus started off with him, but so many people were going along with Jesus that the crowding round about him. We'll go on to verses 35. While Jesus was saying this, some messengers came from Jairus' house and told him, Your daughter has died. Why bother the teacher any longer? Jesus paid no attention to what they said, but told him, Don't be afraid, only believe. When he did not let anyone else go on with him peter and james and his brother john they arrived at jairus home where jesus saw confusion and heard all the loud crying and wailing he went in and said to them why all this confusion why are you crying the child is not dead she is only sleeping they started making fun of him as he put them all out took the child's father and mother and his three disciples and went in into the room where the child was lying. He took her by the hand and said, Taleta kuom, which means, little girl, I tell you to get up. She got up at once and started walking around. She was 12 years old. When this happened, they were completely amazed. But Jesus gave them strict orders not to tell anyone. And he said, give us something to eat. And then lastly, I'd like you to read the book of Luke. Luke chapter 1. And here we're reading about John and Elizabeth. We read from 11, from 11 to 15. An angel of the Lord appeared to him, standing at the right side of the altar where the incense was burned. When Lazarus, 
sorry, when Zechariah saw him, he was alarmed and felt afraid. But the angel said to him, Don't be afraid, Zechariah. God has heard your prayer, and your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son. You are to name him John. How many others will be happy, will be when he's born? And then we go on to verse 15. He will be a great man in the Lord's sight. He must not drink any wine or strong drink from his very birth. He will be filled with the Holy Spirit. And he will bring back many people of the Lord of Israel to the God, Lord God. He will go ahead of the Lord, strong and mighty like the prophet Elijah. He will bring fathers and children together again, and he will turn disobedient people back to the way of thinking of the righteous. He will get the Lord's people ready for him. Zechariah said to the angel, How shall I know if this is so? I am an old man, and my wife is old also. I am Gabriel, the angel answered. I stand in the presence of God who sent me to speak to you and tell you this good news. But you have not believed the, my message, which will come true at the right time. Because you have not believed, you will be unable to speak. You will remain silent until the day of my promise to come true. We're reading these stories of people who had big, big issues. But God was telling them, only believe, only believe. And we see with, uh, we see with Mary, Mother, they believed in the Lord, even though they were saying, but how can this be? And we see also with Jairus also, the Lord says, only believe. And then the last story, Zechariah was told good news, but he did not believe. So this is my message to you for hope. Hope is a very powerful thing. Faith, hope, and love. The Bible has spoken of these three. Have hope even when times are difficult. The Lord has heard your prayers. I'd like to just encourage you. Thank you for listening to me. God's richest blessing. Thank you. to the end of Cup of Encouragement. I'm sure that you have enjoyed this time spent with Doreen Rossley in the garden, the Hope Garden. So take your mustard seed of faith, let it not falter, but persevere in patience and kindness with good, pure, heartfelt intentions. 
So, when you step into the garden, you know that secret place, you are my go-to place. When life hits us so hard, things and struggles come, you are my way. So we run to him, the gardener in the garden, who says, my yoke is easy. Do not falter, do not sway. So thank you for joining us in that ethereal presence, that light-hearted, tender presence, that presence that simply invites you, enwraps you and enfolds you. Well, we're out of here. We've got to love and leave you. But before I do, if there's anyone out there celebrating a birthday or anniversary or receive news of good cheer, happy birthday to you. Happy anniversary and congratulations to you. Not forgetting those who have lost a loved one. Our heartfelt and our sincere condolences go out to you. Well, from coffee time and cup of encouragement with Doreen Rosley. Yes, cup of encouragement, hope for you. A time to reflect, a time to go within, a time to draw nigh to him, to go back and ask God, let change begin with me where do i have to change you see and let's be intentional you and me so from all of us here and into the garden and cup of encouragement hope to you this day Made of 